Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here. Uh, today on the Wyndham Championship Tournament, uh, the PGA uh, Tournament on DraftKings. Uh, before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name's DK. I make daily videos breaking out NBA, NFL, PGA, and eSports, daily fantasy sports slates. Real quick, before I get into the breakdown, again, I just want to say thank you guys for all the support. Currently at 4.11 thousand subscribers, so the easiest way to support me, uh, since all the content is currently free, is leave a like on the video. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't already and hit the notification bell and spread the word. If you have friends that play DFS and you like my content, if you get good use out of it, just spread the word. I would really, really appreciate that. Um, if you cannot watch the YouTube videos for some reason, I also upload an Apple podcast. The link is in the description below, which is the DK DFS show. So uh, with that out of the way, let's jump into the video. Before we get into the breakdown here for uh, the tournament, uh, what we can do is we can look back at my lineup from last week, the PGA Championship. Didn't go as good for me. I made a little 2v2 swap later, uh, I think on Wednesday, that uh, really hurt. I had It was Bryson and someone else, and I put in Sergio and Rory. Rory wasn't amazing. Uh, again, Bryson was that that spend up that I kind of liked because I knew he was going to be low owned. He was up there. I don't know what he finished. It was like he was near the top. Um, Fino, I, I mean, I just basically play Fino every single week. I thought he was too cheap. He was 22% owned in this. It was a $50 tournament, I want to say. Um, Adam Scott was solid, not amazing, made the cut four under. Um, he came uh, kind of low ownership because we hadn't seen him yet. Abraham answered another guy I was really high on. Made the cut, but uh, wasn't great either. Sergio missed the cut. Uh, Ty uh, Tyrell Hatton was a guy that I was pretty high on. He was 20% owned. A lot of people were on him as well. Unfortunately, he missed the cut. So, uh, and, uh, and a slate where you really needed at least five out of six. You basically, you know, in tournament six out of six, um, I, I had no chance of two guys missing the cut. Well, let's go over the winning lineup here. So winning lineup, yeah, Bryson, what did he finish? 10 under, so tied for fourth. Again, that late swap really did hurt me. Um, Colin Morikawa was 35% owned. Yeah, he won. I mean, he he wasn't a guy I was like overly excited about. I liked him, but um, probably was a process mistake if he came in and 35% owned um, in, you know, I guess if you if – you, consider $50 tournament a high dollar tournament so could have been a process mistake there on my part by not liking Morikawa a bit more for his price um and then he went Finau, DJ, uh, EVR, and Cam Champ so that's a look back there um so now let's switch over to uh to the spreadsheet um give me one second let me make this big Expand it. Make sure it looks good. Okay, I think that looks pretty good. Um, so if you guys are new to the PGA DFS videos, uh, what I include here on the spreadsheet are uh, we got Vegas odds here. Um, so we have the DraftKings salary on the left, then their Vegas odds. Um, so you know Brooks Kapka is eleven hundred. That means he's eleven to one odds to win. Their average fancy points per game on DraftKings for the year. The course history, I included the last three years. Uh, their birdie or, and then we get to the strokes gained ranking. So birdie or better approach putting around the green, tee to green, off the green, their total strokes gained, and then their par three, par four, and par five rankings uh, scoring wise. So what do I want to focus on for this week for the Wyndham Championship? Well, uh, it's an easier course for sure. So 
birdie or better is something that um, I, I include on the far, on the left hand side because I really do want to focus on birdie or better. This could be a week where like minus twenty wins it. So yeah, that's that's where uh, I want to put a lot of stock into. I also you know approach is always important, um, and then putting. Putting normally I don't put a whole lot of focus on, but this week um, I feel like it's well putting a lot of the time is correlated with birdie or better, but. Um, I think that is something I want to put a little bit of weight in. Uh, and then obviously, you know, total, like T to green, like those are, are still important too. So don't just like completely focus on like the first couple of things. You take everything into consideration. Uh, but that's really what I got here for the spreadsheet. If you guys are interested in this, I did tweet it out. Um, it's The link is in the description below. It's just DK underscore underscore DFS on Twitter. If you want access to this, um, again, I did tweet that out. So Let's start with the breakdown here. Let's start with the guys over 10K. So Paul Casey, Fleetwood, uh, Patrick Reed, Webb Simpson, and Brooks. Uh, clearly a guy that I think is going to be the most popular play. for I mean, for good reason, is Webb Simpson. He's 11-2. Sure, it feels a little bit expensive, but it's a lot weaker field. Second second and third uh, course history. I mean, he has amazing course. Even to go further back, he's won it before. Um, uh, he's going to be really, really popular. But... I mean, it, it makes sense, right? Not only the course history, it just this course fits him really well. He's fourth birdie or better. He's a really good putter. Approach plays good. Everything looks good for Webb. Now, sure, right? He's going to be very, very popular. So I think there's merit to fade him in GPPs, right? If Webb gets 30, up maybe even 40, I don't think we'll get to 40% GPPs, but like 30 plus percent, there is merit to fade, right? Um, because there are other options around him. Like the, the top guys are all look decent, uh, and if you're going to get such high ownership on Webb, it it doesn't. Uh, it's not the worst idea to you know get off him for for the ownership reasons. But yeah, I think Webb clearly stands out the most of these top guys, and then followed by Patrick Reed. Uh, and I think a lot of people are kind of thinking the same way. Uh, Patrick Reed, uh, Patrick Reed finished 22nd last year. He's 15 odds to uh, 15 to one odds to win. He's ninth birdie or better. So very good birdie or better play. Not amazing approach player, but really good putter too. Good around the green. So those two stand out the most to me at the top. I think they're going to be the most popular of the bunch. I don't mind eating the chalk. I don't mind playing both. I think right now this is kind of setting up for the Stars and Scrubs build. Uh, that's at least my initial build. I'm always open with you guys. You know, most of, I would say most, most of the time it, it, I usually go with a balanced uh, build. But in this tournament, with it being a little bit more top-heavy, Right, I, I think the Stars and Scrubs build, uh, at least right now, is probably what I'm leaning towards. So Webb and Patrick Reed, I, I think, look the best out of these top two guys, or the top five guys. I think they both will be the highest owned. So, um, yeah, the other guys, like Brooks is at 11-4. Uh, he had an off uh, uh, final round there against the PGA Championship, but has been in better form recently. It's just, you know, I, I think Webb and Patrick Reed look better. Um, now, Sure, can Brooks Kepik outperform them? Of course, and you're going to you're going to get them at much lower ownership. But I just prefer Webb. I prefer Patch Green. Again, I think they both will be very popular. I don't mind eating the chalk there though. Fleetwood at ten five. Again, it just I prefer Webb and, and Patch Green. And the same thing with Paul Casey, who is, in my opinion, him and Jordan Spieth the most hated guys. I always talk about, it, but I think they are the most hated guys in the DFS industry. Paul Casey, when he's chalk, he seems like to always let people down. No one was on him last week, and he had a really good day. Um, the, the downside with him is he's a terrible putter, right? But he actually had a decent uh, tournament putting, and that's why he finished so high. What he finished second, right? I'm pretty sure. Um, not a great short game player, but he's a really good ball striker. Approach, you know, tee to green, off the tee. So, 
Yeah, am I going to get to Paul Casey at 10-3? Probably not. Again, I just I lean Reed and Webb Simpson out of the top five guys here. So let's scroll down to the 9K range. We have uh, Rose at 9-9, Harris English at 9-3, Billy Horschel 9-1, and Jordan Spieth at 9K. So pretty small 9K range. Um, I think the most popular guy in this range is going to be Harris English. Um, you know, of these four guys, he probably looks the best. Uh, he's been in pretty decent form. He has, you know, he's made the cut the last three years here. Um, 73rd birdie or better is not great, but not bad. 36 approach is a good putter, right? He's 14th. Uh, he's good tee to green, a good off the tee. He's eighth strokes gain total ranking. So, um, yeah, Harris English probably looks the best out of these guys. But again, I think he will be the most popular. Rose is at 9-9. I don't know if I'm going to get to him. Makes for an interesting contrarian play. He had a, a good weekend, but putted the ball amazing. Don't know if we can expect that to continue. He's been a little bit more up and down, a little inconsistent. Probably feels better getting up to, to Webb and getting up to Patrick Reed for a little bit more. But again, they're going to come in a lot higher ownership. So I don't hate the idea of going to Rose as a contrarian option. Uh, Billy Horschel's at 9-1. Does have some good course history. 6th and 11th here in 2019 and 2018. I think he's solid, but um, with the way it's setting up, um, you know, I'm probably going to get to both Patrick Reed and Webb at the top. So it's going to make it a little bit difficult for me to get to any of these other guys at the top. Spieth at 9K. I think he goes pretty low owned. Um, just a guy that is so inconsistent. Hasn't been really in the best form. Um, so yeah, he's just a, a strictly contrarian play for me as well at that price. So um, I think the guy that stands up the most is Harris English. I think he will be the most popular. But let's now go to the 8K range. So 8K range, also a little bit ugly here. We have Brandon Todd at 8.9, Sanjay at 8.8, Shane Lowry at 8.7, Siwoo Kim, Siwoo Kim 8.6, Sergio's at 8.5, Chez Reedy is 8.4, Kevin Kessner's at 8.3, Snedeker 8.2, Ryan Moore 8.1, Corey Connors at 8K. So Todd's the guy that I think will garnish some ownership at 8.9. He's been in pretty solid form. Um, the putting, he's a really good putter. He's 23rd uh, stroke scene putting. Not bad, birdie, or better. Uh, again, the, the form, the recent form has been there for Brandon Todd, so I completely get if you get to him at 8-9. Sun JM's a pass me. Right now, his recent form is just, I can't get to him. Um, even at 8-8, I'm going to pass. Shane Lowry, not going to get to him either. Uh, I'll pass and see Woo Kim as well. His 8K range, I think, goes pretty low owned, but it is kind of ugly. The one guy that stands out to me is Sergio at 8-5. Uh, sure, he missed the cut last weekend. Doesn't worry me too much. Um, I just think he looks like the best in this range. In the 8K range, I think he stands out. Like I think he's the most talented golfer in this range. Um, he, uh, you know, he finished 24th in 2018. The birdie or better numbers and the putting numbers aren't good. Sure, right, and, and that's kind of what I want to look at on this on this tournament. But other than that, like he's really good around the green, tee to green, off the off the tee. He's 35th total. Um, I have interest in Sergio, just a price point thing for me. So yeah, sure. Right. The birdie better numbers, the putting numbers don't look good, but everything else is solid. I just think he, he kind of stands out in this range. Uh, let's see. Brant Snedeker. I don't think I'm going to get to him. Uh, I know he, he won it in, in 2018, 39th, uh, in, in 2019. The issue with him right now is just the recent form. He has not been playing well. Sure. Kind of, I guess you could make an argument as a buy low, I guess. But I think people will look at that course history and maybe get to him. I'm going to pass uh, right now, which is the recent form has not been there. Let's see. Um, you know, more, more encounters at 8-1 and 8K are fine. But I don't know if I'm going to go out of my way to play them either. 
So now let's go to the 7K range. So 7K range, we got some guys to talk about. Um, let's see. Who do I want to mention here? So uh, Joaquin Neiman uh, is at 7.9. He finished 13th and 33rd uh, in 2019 and 2018. He's 43rd birdie or better and an 8th approach player. So that looks pretty good. The one downside is his short game, putting 160th around the green 170th. But at 7.9, 60 to 1 odds to win, like around his price around his price range, I think that looks pretty solid. So Neiman is a guy that I kind of like at 7.9. I also have interest in Doc Rudman. He's a guy that always seems to garner ownership. Always, you know, a lot of people do like talking about him. I think he still looks decent. Now, he was cut in 2019 and 2018. 15th approach, 76th birdie or better. I think he's solid, but if he's going to get too much ownership, I don't. I think I would rather, you know, pass there. Uh, JT Poston did win it last year. Um, you know, the approach play is the one thing that holds him back, but he's a good putter, good birdie or better player. Uh, again, he won it last year. He's 7,800. I have a little bit of interest there. Let's see. Uh, other options. Um, I don't know how to pronounce this guy's last name. Christian, I'm not even going to try to try to say it, but he's 7,700. Um He's he's ninth putting. He's twenty second approach. Uh, Birdie or better is all right. Ninety eighth, not great. He's twenty seventh in strokes gained total. I think that looks pretty good for a guy uh, in the you know in the seven k range. He's someone that I have a little bit of interest in there. Other option: Harold Varner was a value play I mentioned for the PGA Championship. He he was solid. He was really uh, I forget what he finished, but he he made the cut and he was up there, maybe top twenty or so. I want to say. Um, you know, he's made the cut the last three years here. Uh, the birdie or better numbers are okay. 65th. He's a good approach player. He's a good, you know, good tee to green, good off the tee. The one bad thing with him again is, is the putting. So when you get to these guys like below the nine, eight K range, there's always going to be something that holds them back. So really, um, you know, everything besides the putting looks pretty good for Varner. 7.6 K price point. I think that looks solid. He's 70 to one odds to win as well. Decent course history too, right? He's made the cut the last three years. So Varner's a value play. If you consider value at 7-6, I kind of like as well. Let's see. Sabatini has made the cut the last three years. He finished sixth in 2019, fourth in 2017. So the course history is there. The issue with him is it doesn't really set up too well. If you just look at the numbers, right? 152nd birdie or better, 139th in approach, 127th putting. Um... Charles Schwartz, I actually think, looks okay at 7'4". Um, he's 35th birdie or better. He's 66th in approach and 44th putting. Um, I guess his one downside is is the off the tee. Uh, but I'm not going to put a, a whole lot of, um, you know, a, a lot of into that, a whole lot of stock into that. So, um, yeah, I think Charles Schwartz at, at 7'4 looks, looks like a pretty solid play. Other options, I think Lucas Glover looks decent here at 7-3. He was really popular, what was it, three weeks ago, I want to say. Three or four weeks ago when he was really chalky. Uh, That was a lesser field. He was in the 9K range. He missed the cut. He let a lot of people down. But now you're getting him at a pretty good price at 7-3. He's 80-1 to odds to win, which, you know, around his price range stands out. Um, I like Lucas Glover here. I think he's a really solid play at his price, Um, you know, in 2019, he made the cut. 2017, he finished 28th. 45th birdie or better, 29th approach. Uh, again, with him, it's putting. It's a short game. Putting it around the green, not great. But the 7-3 price point looks good. And Norlander's another guy that 
I've been riding the hot train. I don't mind going back to the well here for Orlando. He's been, the thing with him right now is amazing form. He's been playing really, really well. Does that continue? I don't know, but the recent form is good, and the price point I think looks good too. So Norlander in the 7K range I like as well. Let's see. Um, I think that's really it in the 7K. Oh, Brian Harmon's the last guy I do want to mention at 7-1. He finished 6th last year. He's 59th birdie or better. Uh, 70th putting, not bad. Around the green is 17th. Uh, his approach play is not great, 123rd. But really, if you look at him, nothing is really like terrible. The 7-1 the 7-1 price looks decent. Six last year, and, you know, it, it's always good to see. Uh, he's 90th, 90-1 uh, to 1 odds to win. So Brian Harmon at 7-1 is the last guy I'll mention in the 7K range that I do like. So, yeah, in the 7K range, there are some options, right, that I mentioned. So Neiman, Doc Redman, Poston won it last year. Uh, Harold Varner, I think, looks pretty good. Um, I think a guy like Lucas Glover looks really solid at 7-3. Norlander. Uh, Brian Harmon, those are the guys I have interest in uh, in that in that range. So now we get to the cheap options here, the 6K range. So uh, with these guys, when you're targeting guys below the 7K range, you just want them to make the cut, right? So there's not a whole lot that is going to like really stand out. I think you kind of, when you get to this range, sometimes just go with your gut, right? You could look at the numbers and try to get to a good play, but a lot of the times it is kind of just variance and you get a little bit lucky and just go with the guy you feel the best with. So I will mention some guys here. Let's see. Um, so in this range, Ryan Armour, um, you know, has made the cut the last three years, 22nd, 8th, and 4th. That, that I think that looks decent. Uh, he's 57th birdie or better, um, 38th around the green. Sure, again, not a good putter, but when you get to this range, again, you just really want him to make the cut. And he's made the cut the last three years. So I think he's okay. Um, other options, let's see. Who else do I want to mention down here? Sure. I mean, again, Bryce Garnett made the cut the last two years, 6th and 20th. The numbers don't look amazing, but I get it if you get to him. Uh, Chasson Hadley is a guy that I kind of like at 6'6". Six, six. Uh, he's made the cut two of the last three years. He's 14th birdie or better. Again, in a course, you're going to have to shoot probably 15 to 20 under to win. Like, I want those guys that, that can put up a lot of birdies. So, Chesson Hadley is a guy that is one of those guys. He's obviously, again, 14th birdie or better. He's a good approach player, too, 37th. Now, sure, right? Some, some things don't look great, but when you get to this price range, you're not going to get, like, a guy that really stands out in, in all categories, right? He's 149th putting, not great, 156th around the green, not great, but... Got to take some shots on some of these guys. I think Hadley's a guy that looks okay. Uh, don't even mind Russell Knox right above him, uh, 48th and 22nd and 28th in 2019 and 2017. He's 32nd approach. Um, let's see, some other options here. I think a guy like uh, Peter Ulan looks okay. Um, he's 33rd, birdie or better. He's 64th putting, 21st around the green. Sure, not, not an amazing approach for 110th, but... At, at 6'5", I think he's someone that could uh, could get some upside here. Um, so I have a little bit of interest there. Seamus Power is a guy that's 7th birdie or better. And I'm sure there are some things in his game that don't look amazing. But 71st putting looks solid. 43rd around the green. Not the best approach player, but he's so cheap that um, he's a guy that I feel like could make the cut and could have a little bit of upside here at 6'4". Uh, right below him is Nick Watney. Have a little bit of interest there, too. 
Uh, now, sure, the course history doesn't look great. Cut the last three years, but 41st birdie or better. He's 27th in approach, 89th putting, 57th around the green. Like, for a guy this cheap, the strokes gained rankings look pretty good for him. So, Nick Watney, I think, is a guy that I would consider as more of a punt play. If you get down below that, I don't really think there's anyone that, like, I'm going to mention. Um, like, sure, you could look to Aaron Badley. He's made the cut uh, the last, or in 2018 and 2017. He's 56th birdie or better, fourth around the green. I think that's okay. Um, Patton Kizuri has finished 13th last year, 24th in 2017. And you're really just looking for something down here, grasping for straws. But uh, I think that's really it for, for the guys that I'm looking at. So, again, I try to keep my exp or try to keep my recommendations to about 15 or so golfers. I don't want to go crazy and just recommend everyone because that wouldn't obviously be helpful to you guys. But if there's someone I mentioned that, that – or someone I didn't mention that you like, go with them, right? Because golf is super, super high variance. If you feel good about someone, just go with it. Um, like the numbers, a guy can look amazing in all categories and still miss the cut, right? Like that's golf is just such a high variance game. There's a lot of luck involved. So if you feel good about a guy, just go with it, go with your gut. Um, and again, for, for my roster construction right now, it's looking like that stars and scrubs approach because there's a couple guys at the top. They're going Webb and Patrick Reed. I know they're going to be popular, but I don't mind eating the chalk on them. Um, there's like a one guy in the 9K range, maybe one guy in the 8K range, like with like, um, who was it? Harris English and Sergio. But below that, then we get to some players I like in the 7K range. There's a few I mentioned in the 6K range that if you're going that stars and scrubs approach, you're going to have to take a shot in a couple of those guys. So, uh, yeah, I think that's really going to do it for the video today, guys. So if you have been enjoying the content so far, uh, would really appreciate it. Again, if you leave a like button on the video. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, and hit that notification bell. It does really help me out, guys, um, as this is all free content. Uh, but thanks again, guys. Hope you guys all have a good day, uh, and I will see you all in the next video.